Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're rolling right along here and picking up new listeners every week. If you're one of them, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. At the end of this podcast, I'll give you some information about how you can sign up for my newsletter and find my show notes and all that good stuff. So please stick around. Today, we're starting to talk more about health and wellness. These days, health is a subject I'm endlessly fascinated with. How to live a healthier life, a life with less pain, more vibrancy, more strength, how to age gracefully with as few problems as possible. There are, of course, a lot of books you can read on the subject, documentaries you can watch, and I do a lot of that now. I wasn't always that way, though. Yes, I thought about exercise, diet, etc., but all of it was mainly associated with weight, either trying to lose weight, maintain weight, not gain weight, That was my why for trying to eat well or exercise. But about 12 years ago, and onward from there, the focus started to change. One of the reasons, which might seem a bit strange at first, but bear with me here, is because over the last decade or so, I've taken quite a few package tours. (laughs) By package tours, I mean the kind of trip that's planned and run by a tour company. You know, you're with a group, a guide, you're often on a big bus, And a lot of the meals are included, especially breakfast. That's always my favorite part because there's usually a big buffet full of all kinds of new things to try. Now, there are definitely pros and cons to this kind of tour, but when your time is limited, it's really convenient. And a lot of the details are left to other people, which is great. And you cover a lot of ground in a very short period of time. Even now, though, in my 40s, I tend to be one of the youngest people on this kind of tour. And that experience, being younger in a group, has taught me a lot about why exercise especially is so important. What you do now, no matter what your age is, really affects the experience you'll have traveling. And it will affect you 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and so on. I learned this in a big way in my early 30s when I took my first, and only actually, trip to China. I was on a package tour, which is a good way to see a country that vast and Um, where the language is so unfamiliar, it really does help to have a guide. And as usual, I was the youngest person on the trip. And when our group got to the Great Wall of China, of course, one of the great wonders of the world and on so many bucket lists, the first thing everybody wanted to do was to climb it. You want to go to the Beacon Towers, really look at the wall rolling over the mountains. It's so spectacular. But as a lot of people in the group learned, and as I learned, even in my early 30s, Climbing the Great Wall of China is really hard. If you climb it near one of the main tourist drop-off points near Beijing, the first steps near the parking lot where all the buses are are okay. But as you get going, the stairs get steeper and steeper, and they're really not built for people with short legs. In fact, when I think about who must have built the Great Wall of China, I picture very tall, very lanky, and strong people. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that seems to be what those steps are built for. As I climbed, I enjoyed the spectacular view, but it really was a light bulb moment for me because I thought, oh my gosh, this is really, really hard. I'm getting winded and I'm working out all the time. 
but this is so spectacular and I'm so glad I can do this. And I notice a lot of people I'm with, they're not able to climb this. And a lot of it has to do with age. But even some of the younger folks on the trip, they just got up a few steps and then realized this is just too hard and they stopped midway. And again, I'm so glad I was working out. And it made me say to myself at the time, you know what? There's so many other places in the world I want to go with spectacular views and steep steps. And the best views won't be an option unless I keep this exercise up, unless I make it a real priority in my life. I don't have a trainer anymore, but I do work out in some form or another about five days a week now. And to do it and balance my job and my home life, I get up around 5.30 a.m., which is kind of crazy for me to even say that because I'm really not a morning person, but I do it. By traveling with people of different ages and noticing how staying fit can enhance your experiences or actually make your experiences worse if you're not in good shape, I found a better reason for making exercise a priority. It's about getting the most out of life for as long as possible. So when I do squats, I think about stairs on the Great Wall of China and how I can climb them. When I do yoga, which is something I used to not enjoy very much, I now adore it because I think about how the balance exercises will help me prevent falls. That's something I had a problem with on trips for many years because I have weak ankles. I've I've sprained them a lot and um, my brain doesn't seem to know where my ankle is and it turns under and I fall. I've fallen in some pretty amazing places actually, uh, most notably in front of the Taj Mahal about 10 years ago total pratfall in front of all the tourists in front of this beautiful place. That's kind of my memory of the Taj Mahal is just this very dramatic fall because of my weak ankles. So that really sort of signaled to me, not only do I need to do squats and not only do I need to work on my endurance, I need to work on my balance and my ankles and start wearing better shoes. And these days I do yoga about two times a week, maybe three It really is my favorite form of exercise, which I can't believe I'm saying because it took me so long to get there. Finally, when I choose to walk places instead of drive or take public transit, I think about how later on that's going to help me keep up with whatever group I'm with. And I try to walk as much as I can because I've seen how with folks who aren't in good shape, they sometimes have to sit out experiences that they've traveled halfway around the world to have and to sit on the bus instead of go up the tower or go into the museum. They're winded, they're not in good shape, they're tired, and that's really a shame. Of course, there are a lot of physical conditions that you can't control, and there are debilitating accidents that happen to people, and that could happen to me, of course. But I'm going to do the best I can in the areas I can control so that when I have the most time to travel, hopefully when I'm older, I can do as much as I want to. We're going to talk a lot more about this later on, but I just wanted to introduce the idea that traveling can be a great inspiration for exercise. You learn so much in the moment by watching yourself, by watching other people, and then when you get home, you feel inspired to keep yourself strong for future trips and just for living life. If you're looking for that lesson, if you're looking for that inspiration, it's there, it's all around you. Whether you're on a package tour or traveling with your family or just on your own. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to be notified each time I release an episode, please sign up for my email newsletter. You can find that sign up form on my website. Again, the address is yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Don't forget the your, it's yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Thanks again for listening. Please go over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review if you're enjoying it. And I'll see you next time on Beautiful Baggage. Beautiful Baggage.